her songs all have their her songs are such an array of genres. Very I mean, unique. like Have One On Me is really jazzy. Mm-hmm. Um, that Leave the City one, I feel like invites some, some, some. Uh, well, it has something like uh, some. <laughs> I'm having a hard time. You've got this. You've so <laughs> got this. I believe in you. There's so much going on. There's some heavy like uh, electric guitar, but then there's some like hip hop beats. I feel like combined <laughs> with uh, a harp. I don't know what I'm talking about here. It sounds crazy. <laughs> We got some chimes and some noises. Hey, everybody. Welcome to No Small Thing. I'm Scott. And I'm Macy. This week, uh, we're going to talk about a topic that I feel like deserves more than a drum roll. What could it be? It's like beyond a a drum roll. I don't know. Something that makes more noise. What would it sound like? Something like that. Or a a table pound or something. I'm pounding on the table. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Announce it. The topic is... Joanna Newsom. <laughs> Joanna Newsom. That was a really dramatic entrance for Joanna Newsom. I think it was necessary. I think if so. If we had a harp, we'd play some harp noises to introduce. If we had a harp, if I just She's casually a had a harp in my family room, that would be very cool. Mm-hmm. And I would pluck a few strings for y'all. I could add. I don't. I don't know what uh, you call. Certain harp sounds, for some reason, the 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 phrase glissando comes to mind, but I don't know if that's a vocal I've thing. I've never heard of that phrase. It could be a vocal thing, but for some reason, we've both been watching a lot of Joanna Newsom stuff this week, and you she have. she was on Larry King Live and played the harp with him, and I feel like might have used that phrase, but I could be. Oh, wrong. it may she have makes been him do something at the end, and she says this is a tap typical harp thing, and it's oh. like maybe it's maybe a glissando. So it's Joanna Newsom. Joanna Newsom is the topic. This is the topic tonight. She's a musician, artist, harp player. Storyteller, writer, poet. I wrote down a list of words to describe Joanna. Should I share them? They're really chaotic. Yes, that's one of the things I want to talk to you about tonight. What What words words are we allowed to use to describe this Joanna Newsom? Yeah, no, it's true. But the words that I wrote down just at the top of my head like 20 minutes ago were inspiring. (laughs) Inspiring, (laughs) colorful, vivid, dramatic, weighty, thoughtful, vulnerable, strong, weathered, elaborate, ornate, and then an onion. An onion? (laughs) Yes. Yes. I see what you mean. Not a parfait, but an onion. Like so many layers and there's Mm -hmm. like, it takes so long to get to the core. Do you remember that conversation for sure? Yes. That is what I always (laughs) think of. Parfait. (laughs) I want to be a parfait. (laughs) (laughs) Donkey. (laughs) Joanna Newsom. Um, yeah, so so here's the deal. Um, we did a Kendrick Lamar episode, and I I'm by no stretch of the imagination some sort of Kendrick Lamar expert. But when it comes to Macy and me, I was mm-hmm. a little bit more knowledgeable of Kendrick. Right. But Macy deep dived. I did deep dive Kendrick, and, and really K-dot. came with some heat. Now <laughs> now it's reversed. I Macy is the Joanna Newsom for us for, for us. us uh, you would say there are some people out there, that, including your friends, who are more knowledgeable, probably. Probably, yeah. But in terms of our dynamic, 
I'm the, the one who has been for the past year really heavily listening to Joanna in the past six months, like really heavily listening to Joanna. Whew. So, so if you're a person that in any way has listened to this podcast and has connected with Macy and you understand <laughs> anyway, how, how she has, I would say you have good taste. We're not leading you astray. Macy wouldn't spend this much time listening to an artist if it wasn't pretty amazing. No, I would agree. And I think, so we're doing no- Joanna Newsom, who's kind of a an artist you wouldn't hear on the radio or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I think no small thing, what we're trying to say is that she's an artist. Like, it's no small thing. You shouldn't pass her by. Oh, yes. Like, Why is she on no small thing? Like, no small yeah. thing. We're all about looking at things with curiosity. And Joanna Newsom is like, such a beautiful topic in the sense that she is very mysterious as an artist and as like elaborate as an artist. It's no, like it's, she's incredibly complex. But, but my experience is that somebody like Joanna Newsom could be easily written off and considered a very small thing. And she is not. Yeah. Yes. Because what we're, what we'll discover as we begin to talk. What we'll discover (laughs) is, her music for most is not initially at first listen e- easily accessible. Yes. <laughs> for most, maybe somebody else has a different experience. Yeah, no. Um, but but once you get in there. Yeah, she's definitely She's different. A kind of artist that yeah, she grows with time. Mm-hmm. And I would say it's worth it. Like I've there's a lot of fruit to the labor of listening to Joanna. Well said. I, I imagine there's like fruit. Really trained, talented, classical musicians out there yeah. who could listen to something like Joanna and be like, oh, yeah, you know, this is this and this, and here's right. what I'm hearing. And this is, compared to what I do, this is actually kind of pop-like, you know, mm-hmm, and not mm-hmm. that not that complicated. I don't know. But to an everyday listener, I well, I've heard that she is considered one of the greatest harpists living. Yeah. Oh. So no matter she, what. Her, I think she's considered the greatest harpist. Okay, so ma- no matter what. Well, so that, this is supposed to be a little bit of a teaser, folks. <laughs> Did you realize we're talking about the greatest living harpist? <laughs> That's what's happening. So. That's what we're talking about. Uh, so... But but maybe her technical ability and her whatever I don't I have no language for playing the harp. But <laughs> um, but but maybe what she's doing is more in line with somebody that's classically trained is doing, and therefore they don't have a hard enough to, as hard of a time. Yeah, listening. maybe They're that like, might oh, make yeah, sense. I get I get what I'm listening to. Yeah. But somebody that's listening to the radio and turning on Ariana Grande, and then we're like, <laughs> now listen to Joanna Newsom. They might be like, their you know, ears thank you, may next. not be quite then, ready for it. Leave the city comes on. You know, it's like, wait, yeah. what am I doing? <laughs> um, so, yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, not pop, but, not but pop. could be pop in a, in, a, in a certain dimension, I feel like. Um, somewhat folky, reality. somewhat. I mean, folky. it's hard to describe Joanna because her songs all have their Her songs are such an array of genres. Very I mean, like How on Me is really jazzy. Mm-hmm. Um. That leave the city one, I feel like invites some, some, some. Uh, well, it has something like uh, some. <laughs> I'm having a hard time. You got this. So you <laughs> got this. I believe in you. There's so much going on. There's some heavy like uh, electric guitar, but then there's some like hip hop beats. I feel like combined <laughs> with uh, a harp. I don't know what I'm talking about here. It sounds crazy. I'm trying to find the words, but it it really feels like a punk rock, hard rock 
banger. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, but, but her if somebody, heart can if somebody like <laughs> really make you rock. Yeah, and make your body move. It's crazy. <laughs> if somebody was listening to me and went and listened to that initially, I feel like what was he talking about? <laughs> but it really is. Yeah, it evokes her music evokes a response mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is, sometimes you I rock out to a harp. That's how it be. That's how it be. <laughs> okay, so this is a Joanna Newsom episode. Mm-hmm. Our hope. Oh. Okay, we don't say our tagline very much. No. Uh, we exist. I'm going to say it wrong, but I'm going to say the gist of it. Why don't you try and say it right? Uh, <laughs> why, don't, why don't you try? Pod, I'm not going to try to say it wrong. podcast dedicated to oh. the idea that there's no small thing. Oh, yeah, you've got it. Inviting you to live a more curious, less cynical life. Yes. Or a less cynical, more curious life. Less cynical, more curious life. So to explain that, we hope to... This Joanna episode, we were just saying this before we start recording, feels like a really, truly pure, no small thing episode. It really does, yeah. Yeah. So maybe if if we existed in this world to help someone start listening to Joanna Newsom, that would be a very high and satisfying calling. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. I feel like this is a true... We invite you into this conversation, and then we invite you to explore this this topic with us, yeah. in a sense. Mm-hmm. I had a very interesting realization going home for Thanksgiving, trying to show Joanna to my family, that it takes a bit of time, and it's given me a good perspective of... I haven't really even tried yet. This to is introduce first... your family? <laughs> to, well, I did, actually. This week, I played some Joanna for all my family members. I was successful. Good. My, my seventh great daughter even liked Joanna <laughs> but but I haven't really tried it in the outside world yet I I, I, I haven't yeah. yeah it'd be I, interesting yeah so I'm I'm nervous like we you and I both have this experience where I almost want I'm not as confident with Joanna right now I, I'm not guaranteed to get to, to get a, a follower or a listener with her um Maybe in one listen. In no, one I know. Listen. I know it's maybe, but I'm not as confident as what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I'm no, not like I'm going to play this, and you're going to be. Convinced oh, oh, I hear what you're saying. You know oh, a hundred percent. I, I'm surprised that I. I think it took a few listens, but the per the people who showed me Joanna were trusted music people, mm. so I was like, they wouldn't be talking about her so much if she wasn't worth they wouldn't lead you astray my while. Yeah, we're not going to lead you astray either. We're not going to lead you astray. Yeah. It's worth it. The but fruits. we also like to say. For those of you who know Joanna, uh, hopefully this is also enjoyable. Yeah. I mean, we're just going to be popping off about Joanna, how mm-hmm. much of a queen she is. So yeah. if you agree, this yeah. will be fun to listen in on, I think. Yeah. We love Joanna. I love Joanna. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we have our little show outline in front of us. This is our intro to tell you what we're going to talk about. <laughs> and uh, Macy has done a little doodle and put, put it out. just wrote her name. Yeah. So next we're going to talk about... Uh, just how to listen to Joanna, how to ease into her music, um, why she's different, stuff like that. I think, and I think just talking about a posture of a, a posture of listening and yes. a way of um, experiencing art on this, in a sense. Yeah, and I hope it never sounds like we're lecturing. Oh, we're I hope not. But but we this is what we do. You know, I'd like <laughs> to think that if like an auto mechanic came in and said. Let me tell you about how I fixed the car. And I, w- I wouldn't be like, hey, who do you think you are to tell me? You know, I'd be like, oh, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. So if it comes across, if we ever come across as arrogant or snobby, let me know. That's not what well, we're yeah, trying to do. Yeah, please let us know. But we do think 
this is something that we do. We, it's we more like to just we think about it. We yeah. think about listening. So we want to mm-hmm. share our thoughts on it. It's thoughts about listening. Thoughts about listening. And then what, what's next after that? Then we're just going to talk about her. Talk about songs <laughs> that we love. Free form talk. Lyrics that we love. Just facts about Joanna. Share how we got into her. I'll probably talk a bit about painting. Um, mm-hmm. And then we'll read some listener comments at the end. Oh, wait. Also, we, we also have, have a rubination. Rubination. Yeah. And the final thing. Oh, the final. We oh, have a finale. We've got a lot. And maybe if yeah, we have time. Yeah, we'll see. If we have time, we're going to deep dive. Time is a symptom. Time which, is a symptom. If you've been a No Small Thing listener from the start mm-hmm. in our first ever episode, we share time is a symptom. Macy played it for me at the end of our playlist episode. Yeah. Yeah, my I'm getting my Byron Bible study. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> it happened last week. <laughs> he doesn't know how much he's popping up on this podcast. Okay, so, that's there it. it. Is. There All it right. is. We'll catch you later. Here we are. Talk a little bit about listening and yeah. listening to Joanna. Yeah. I think in our f- second episode, so after our pilot, we talked about the art of playlist making mm-hmm. and we briefly talked about kind of the art of listening or thinking about like this idea of listening. We did. Like with Good. open yes. ears, appreciating the different sounds and just kind of giving yourself over to the listening process, I would say. Yes. So... As we, as I was thinking about listening and Joanna, I've just been thinking about that and just mm. this idea of like letting, like laying yourself down to just listen. Yes, yes. I'll say this: um, we we advocate for casual music listening. So if you're at a party and you turn on some music, great, mm, yeah, great, great. Background music, <laughs> have some fun. But as I said, and I probably said this in the playlist episode. Uh, one of my biggest pet peeves, if I have a big song, we're talking about Joanna Newsom tonight. If I have a Joanna Newsom song, a Kendrick oh, Lamar song, yeah. and I say, now let's sit and listen to this song. This often happens most frequently in the car. Here I go. Turn on the song. It's, it's a, just so you know, here's what's going on in my mind. My emotions are getting big. I'm getting big emotions. Here yeah. comes a big song. I'm almost already in the song. I can sense it coming. Yeah, and yeah. I'm so excited to share this with my friend. Mm-hmm. And I would say 50% of the time. I mean, if you know me, you know what I do. My friend, my closest friends, especially my wife, knows. We, we listen to the song. <laughs> but it's typical, especially if it's a newer person that I'm getting to know. I'm like, listen to the song. Turn on the song. You know, it starts 10 seconds in. How are you doing? What's up? How, how's, how's your life, Scott? And I'm like, we're listening, we're listening to, the song. to a song. <laughs> we're not talking. And that seems to throw people off. That that I think a lot of people think of music or or, or as, as background music. Yeah, so like, yeah. We're not only going to listen to this music. We're gonna we're gonna pay attention to the lyrics, and then we're gonna have a discussion, and we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna talk about what we thought and how <laughs> then they we're gonna have a discussion. <laughs> <laughs> it's listening. Yeah. I almost think of of sometimes with music. As, as the same sort of activity as reading a book. Mm-hmm. You sit down, mm-hmm. you're making some time, there's nothing else, you yeah. read your book. Yeah. And with music too, you put on your headphones, you sit, you, you get yourself listen. comfortable and you listen. A lot of people don't do that. 
Yeah. And we suggest it. We suggest it. And I would say that with Joanna, it she almost requires that you do that. She can't be background music. No, no. she cannot be background no. music. Not only is that slightly offensive, but uh, it might be a little distracting. It would be Joanna's distracting. background music. I think that if Joanna's in the background, you'll be drawn into it. Mm-hmm. And you may have to turn it off because you just can't have that much beauty in that moment, basically. Too much beauty. <laughs> too much beauty. It's yeah. too much to handle. You'll be trying to talk to your <laughs> friend and be like, ah, too much beauty in the room right now. Holy, I can't hold this conversation about <laughs> whatever it is you're talking about, the Seahawks. Honestly, yeah. So... Uh, so so let me ask a question. Macy okay. Macy sent me a picture this week. She has a bunch of art hanging up in her house. Yeah. If you've looked at our Instagram or if you've seen any th- stories or seen pictures of this house that we're recording, you know Macy has these beautiful, colorful, uh, transcendent, ethereal <laughs> pictures, space-like. We don't really know. We don't really know. We don't really know, including um, myself. Yeah, but they're up. They're up. And Macy texted me a picture the other day and said she she said she's painted mo- a lot of these I to think- Joanna. I would say of all the paintings that are up on the wall, I've probably painted eight of them. Wow. Now that to is Joanna Newsom music. So what is that for you in terms of listening? And because mm-hmm. you're obviously doing you're something not just still. sitting, but you are also not talking to someone. Yeah. You're listening, painting, engaging. It almost sounds like it's you're it's all happening. Yeah. I think for me. When I think of Joanna Newsom, the word that really does probably mean the most to me is this sense of like inspiring. Mm-hmm. So I'll begin listening to Joanna Newsom and usually feel inspired to create. Oh, yes. Like there's a sense that the music evokes so much imagery and she herself allows so much freedom to create and to like create depth and meaning in just like her music. It, I think, draws me out to do that. Hmm. So if I'm in the mood to paint, I will probably listen to Joanna and that'll get me even more in the mood. But I would say that for a while I was really struggling to like paint, which sounds like a strange thing. But it talks about this. Artists talk about that. Writing, writer's block, paint. Yeah, I was really struggling to paint and it really like was a lot of Joanna Newsom's music that Mm. kind of drew me outside and out to painting. It was a very, the way, yeah, I don't know. Joanna's music just, Joanna herself, I would say, has, inspires so much, and she inspires in, like, I don't know, the more you listen, the more it draws you into this kind of transcendent ideas, Mm -hmm. and I don't know, these paintings, I think, you said it, they kind of reflect it. It's very interesting. They really do. They really do. Yeah, and listening to Joanna... The more you listen, the more it kind of creates new voices and ways of thinking and ways of like seeing beauty. And she has like a very unique way she describes and sees the world through her storytelling and through the characters she builds and the worlds that she portrays. And it's like so beautiful. And I think that beauty often leads to people creating. So it taps into the deepest parts. It taps into the deepest yeah, part. It's, 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 a, it's a true testament to something that only art can do, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, you'll feel things you've never felt before or thought things you've never thought before. Yeah. All simultaneously. Yeah. It, it's really strange. It's really strange. And Good art does that. 
Yeah, good art really does that. Something that was interesting, I was talking to actually Ruben earlier today about Joanna. Ruben. Ruben, who will later give a Rubenation. A lot of our conversations start that way. I was talking to Ruben, <laughs> and, and then this happened. Um, and we were talking about listening, basically, and his favorite artist is Maria Callas, who mm, I... She's coming out with a documentary. She's coming out. Yeah. A documentary is coming out about her. And she's an does opera singer. Yeah. I'm sure he knows. And she has a very unique powerful, Mm -hmm. vulnerable, strange voice. But we were just talking about how you don't even have to understand the language or the words of what she's saying at all. The way the voice carries and the way the voice is, is that's enough. And I think that Joanna's music can be a little intimidating in the sense that there's so many complex words and you may not know exactly what's going on. But part of listening is just feeling it with mm-hmm. it and invite like letting yourself just be wrapped up in it you don't need to know you just oh, get to experience it oh that's a good thing because i i just had this first thought i've never thought this before with joanna but maybe maybe part of the intimidation sometimes with music like this cuz i i honestly if i was being honest i've probably felt this a few times it can make you feel a little like stupid oh you're yeah. like why am i not getting this i'm thinking so hard i i really am listening and i'm still not getting it yeah. I've looked up the lyrics. I've I'm still not getting it. I mean, I'm lucky. This even just the last few weeks, um, Macy really explained two songs to me, and as Macy would say, unlocked them. <laughs> you know, so at one point she explained the Monkey and Bear song, and I've listened to it probably five or six times, and I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed what I can gather from the lyrics, and the yeah. and I love the music, and I was like, what an enjoyable experience. But I had no idea what what it was about. And then you explained it to me, and I listened again. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. And then you explained the Bluebeard song. Same thing. <laughs> I'd heard it. Yeah. But, yeah, you almost need an interpreter or... Well, and what I would I say know. is something that's really cool about Joanna is that you can enjoy the songs for without knowing that, but then there's also this level, if you want to, to sit down and just read her words mm. just read the lyrics mm. and Without it's its music. own experience it it's, absolutely is it is poetry it tells stories it mm-hmm. creates images in your brain like it naturally does that the way she writes is so elegant and oh uh, i don't know it's it's was, hard to try describe something. it's try so hard to right describe here. her right here in the podcast episode I'm going to try to insert a, a Joanna song. I don't know what's going to be yet, but oh. because just so you know what we're talking about, just to continue to tease out. Yeah. Um. I, so here I am, everybody. I'll insert edit this here. later. I'm going to insert a little Joanna ditty. ditty. Just, just a little 10 to 20 second thing so you can get a little bit what we're talking about. So we'll decide that later. <laughs> Sending the first cats over. Thanks for listening to that little ditty. <laughs> Hopefully you now you have a little bit of a, uh, an understanding if you haven't heard Joanna's music before. You know what we should have actually done? What? Let's do it. I wonder if we could 
give like a little more space to be like, we've now talked a little bit about listening. Well, that might be too much. Maybe at the end we should say Are that. you saying go go preview some of her music? Or no, but just like take a deep breath and then play the clip. Oh. Oh. Like to get yourself <laughs> ready for it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if anybody will actually take us up on that. Here, we're just we're gonna have a ten second pause. We'll we'll be here with you <laughs> while while you prepare yourself. We'll guide you through some breathing exercises. <laughs> that's great. Oh, that's so good. Um, I okay. I here again. Here comes some fresh thoughts. Fresh thoughts. Here comes <laughs> about the thought. listening. This is okay. Joanna, but it's listening. Okay. And um, he's tapping the table. We all need to be better listeners. We all that, need to be better listeners. A life skill. Mm. And so here I'm going to get kind of uh, philosophical and meta for a second. But uh, as humans in America and just walking around everyday people, we're not good at listening to perspectives that are different than ours. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I would think, again, fresh thought. I don't know exactly how this is going to come out. We don't like hearing something that's different. We don't like hearing an opinion that's different. We don't like hearing a song that's different. Yeah. I yeah. have an idea of how a song is supposed to sound. Hmm. Whether it's rock or whatever, it's a pop song, it's three minutes, it's it's catchy, it's got it's got two choruses and a bridge. And I'm playing and and as I'm listening, I'm trying to look for that common theme. Where's the chorus? Where's the bridge? Do I like it? Nope. Doesn't have chorus and bridge. You know? Yeah. And we're not listening. We're we're that's not listening. That's that, not maybe listening. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's that's seeing if something matches up to your preconceived notions. Right. And so then here comes a political idea or just an opinion about the world. Um, here's what I think. This person comes up to you. I have this opinion. Oh, doesn't match my opinions. Not listening. Bop, bop, bop. You put your hands over your ears. No, no, no. <laughs> you know, um, I think I honestly think being a good listener of music could teach you to be a good listener in general. I think I actually really believe that yeah. too. And Joanna. Uh, I have to be honest, and I say this to Macy sometimes, like, I think 50% of the music I choose is to enjoy purely. It's just a music that I, a song that I naturally gravitate towards. And 50% of music I choose is to challenge myself. And Mm -hmm. for me personally, Joanna has fallen under the category of challenging. Mm -hmm. And I know when I listen to it at, at first listen, I know objectively it's good. And there's something going on with me that's preventing me from entering in. Yeah, yeah. And so I know that if I keep listening, nine times out of ten in my life, and I can't think of anything off the top of my head that doesn't fall into this category, but I'm sure there's an outlier. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, I'll eventually end up liking it. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's... Is it, she, what, is it's she one of those experience. ten Oh, times. yes. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, she's right in there. I love Joanna. But it's a thrilling experience, and I think I'm 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 only like, in my journey with Joanna, I'm like forty percent on the, on in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But once you start, I call it clicking into place. Mm-hmm. Once a song clicks, oh yeah, it's like a whole universe opens up <laughs> in front of you. But I was just telling Macy, this is one of the ones we're going to deep dive later. Uh, she has a song called "Time Is a Symptom," and I had that experience that night. Now Macy had already played it for me, and I've probably heard it eight to ten times. Yeah, and I've been like, beautiful song, beautiful song. But all of a sudden, it made sense. It mm-hmm, clicked. Mm-hmm. And I was just having a, an experience. A experience. Which is so funny because it's what I played a while ago. And I, I was know. like, this song and isn't... I, and I thought it was pretty beautiful. Yeah, I, exactly. I like, Thank you for playing me. I really enjoyed <laughs> it. But I didn't have the experience I had the other day. Yeah. You yeah. know? 
So, and I, and I think about that with an opinion you don't understand or like or doesn't sound right at first glance. So what if you keep listening? What if you keep asking more questions? What mm-hmm. if you explore it. it? Explore it. Don't be so closed-minded. I mean, it's easier said than done. If somebody came at me right now with an opinion that I thought was really terrible, you know, that's going to be a challenge to listen to. But we all need to be better listeners. We all need to be better listeners. I don't know if that's too much. I took it to a different place than just music, but... I don't think listening, so. I think it's listening. good. Listening. And listen, this is my uh, fi- probably curiosity. final thought. That's what we're saying, right? Curio- yeah, cynical. be curious. Yeah. Approach stuff with curiosity. Um, listen, sometimes listening requires listening multiple times mm-hmm. and over and over again. I think another like piece of advice, especially with Joanna, multiple. it's like it, it grows in its beauty with time. Yes, absolutely. And the more you listen, the more... Her music is so complex and there's so many layers. There's just so much to uncover. It's so satisfying as a listener that I can listen to the same song a hundred times and get and notice something new every time. The lost art of listening. The lost art of listening. especially with music. For some reason, it's so appropriate to sit down and watch a TV show. Everybody respects that. Yeah. We're talking. We're not talking. I'm not sitting, looking over at you and asking you about your life while we're watching a TV show or yeah. a movie. Go to the movie theater. Yeah. Generally, you're listening and you're watching and you're, but we don't really do that with music very much, which we should. We should. We should just sit down and listen. Sit down, and listen. Listening party. That's one of our big goals. Just so you know, I know small thing. We want to have a listening. A listening party. party. Invite people to come and just sit down and listen. Yeah, to we we create like a live playlist. A live playlist. I thought. Okay, is that our thoughts on listening and listening uh, to Joanna? We could just keep going. We on could that, really keep it's going. Really passion of mine. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> listening to music. It's a lost art. It's a lost art, and yeah. it's yeah, it's worth it. Okay, what all I want to say, <laughs> all I want to say, is um, maybe if you've, I want to recommend if you've if you've never tried sitting down and listening to an, listening to an album from beginning to end. By yourself hmm. with no distractions. Hmm. I would that maybe that's we've never done this, but maybe that's like an official no small thing assignment. <laughs> do, assignment do it with is any the album. worst word. Assignment. Why? Not assignment. Not assignment. What is it? Assignment. Ha- don't you don't have to do it. It's a playful assignment. It's a fun <laughs> little assignment. No, nobody. You're not going to get graded. We're not going to. We have. We, we can't find you. We have no idea if you actually did it. <laughs> uh, more a suggestion. Uh, a suggestion. An but, but invitation. I, uh, an invitation. That's a better word. Okay. Consider this your official invitation. <laughs> try it this week, and don't maybe maybe just to ease into it. Don't pick a big, crazy, overwhelming album. Pick mm-hmm. a nice album. Pick a nice. Just sit and listen and see what that experience is like. Have a have a nice time with it. Carve out the time. Because mm-hmm. I just say, like, music. I guess another thing that stresses me out is I don't typically watch sports. Mm. And and I've I've pretty much completely said no to these things. I used to say no yes to them all the time because I thought it's it's in quotes just what you do. Yeah. But somebody says, here we go, having a Super Bowl party. It's I don't just go what you do. Anymore. I do not go to Super Bowl <laughs> parties. Don't invite me to your Super Bowl party, everybody. Um, and here we are watching the game. Okay. I'm not very much interested in sports, but uh, if we're doing it, let's watch. I'll try to try to get into it. Yeah. Well, why are we talking then? Why is everybody talking? Are we talking or are we watching the game? I can't do both. Maybe it's, maybe that's why I listen to music the way I do, because I can't do both. Yeah. I can't have a beautiful, interesting song going on in the background and be listening to somebody telling me what's going on in their life. I yeah. I can't do it. No, it's true. That's interesting. 
It's just too much. It's too much for our little brains to handle. Yeah, I can't do it. Okay, well, I got a lot of hand, but <laughs> there it is. Okay, so there's listening. Uh, there's listening. We did it. We covered it all. <laughs> That's how you listen, everybody. <laughs> there's some thoughts on listening. Some thoughts on listening. And an invitation to maybe listen a little differently. And, and an invitation from Macy, an assignment. <laughs> a playful assignment. <laughs> um, when we come back, we're just going to kind of deep dive Joanna. Talk about Joanna. What is she all about? Full on conversation. Full on conversation. We're going to pop off. <laughs> We're back, people. This is like the heart, the epicenter of this episode. The epicenter. And we don't we're, know exactly what's happening, but we're gonna we're gonna just have a conversation about Joanna Newsom. Yeah. We're not gonna explain anymore. We're gonna philosophize about listening. <laughs> we're just now about getting right into the meat of it, Joanna. Let's just start with some Macy reflections. All right, let's do let's it. Let's start with how you were first introduced, and okay. and then a little journey, a little a little what happened after that. Okay, so. About a year ago, honestly, around this time, early December, late November, my friend Mac and my friend Lindsay and my friend Aaron all introduced me to Joanna kind of at the same time as friends together. I wonder if it was like premeditated. I wonder if they talked about it. We are going to introduce Macy well, to Well, they had been listening a ton and I, we just listened together a lot. I think that's something that's really cool is I have a group of friends who all really, we listen to music together. That's kind of what we do a lot of the time when we just sit and listen to music, which is very nice. Great. Great. What a cool group. <laughs> and so I, they're the ones who introduced me to Fiona Apple, who also became we'll do one on a great time. influence in my life. Love Fiona Apple. And so, of course, I was like pretty excited that they were like, you, we, Joanna Newsom's like the artist right now. We need to listen to Joanna. And so... I think Mac played yeast for me. She tried to explain it. It took a long time. I remember being like, I don't, like, I'm oh, not. she was explaining it before you even listened? Kind of, yeah, yeah. Trying to explain Joanna. And, I mean, they're all, they have all kind of, like, been listening to her for a while. So they're like, she's the best. Oh, my gosh. And they're Check out this album cover. Freaking she's wearing out. a medieval dress and has a sickle. And exactly. Like, and oh. there's points in each of those yeah. things that represents a song. Does Tyler and they're Joseph trying to explain sing on her it. album? No. Well, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> so Why would I listen to it then? <laughs> so we listened a ton. And I remember last year on Christmas, Ooh, me and Ruben and Mac listened to Joanna. And it was so special and sacred. We what just sat it? and listened. What was it? Yeast. Oh, yeast. Yeah. I, I've, I've, I've read so many different people telling me how to pronounce that album. Yeast. People say ease, E-A-S-E. People say yeesh. It's not yeesh. People yeesh. say yeast. People say yees. <laughs> People literally put a Z. They'll, these publications, it's Y-S. Yeah, it's Y-S. And these publications are trying to tell you how to pronounce it. And I've seen so many different. Yeah. I so think it's her yees. second album is Y-S, everybody. We don't know how to say it. <laughs> don't know how to say it, but. If I was just 
talking about it in passing, I'd say yeast. Yeast. Me too. Yeah. Um, so we listen to yeast. And uh, yeah, I think. Big, big album. Five oh, songs. Big album. There's a 16 songs. minute song on there. There's like a 12 minute song on there. Mm-hmm. In My Skin, is that what's called? Only Skin. Only Skin. That's 16 minutes? 16 minutes. Only Ooh. Skin. But Only Skin is like a masterpiece. It is a masterpiece. It's it's, it's worth the price of admission. It say. is worth the price yeah. of admission. It's so good. I mean, Yeast is like an album that... Each, starts with Emily? It starts with Emily. Yeah. yeah. She didn't like hold anything back. She didn't right. try and please any audience it's incredible yeah well, the podcasters i was listening to today said the ultimate in not giving any f's no it's, yeah <laughs> she just went there like yeah. i'm gonna do a 60 minute song i don't care and the song couldn't be any shorter mm-hmm. and it's it doesn't feel long in the sense because it the song and the the characters it, it merits yeah. it merits the time given and you you need to experience all the ups and downs so you're listening at christmas is it is it starting to happen to you? You're like, oh yeah, yeah, is- yeah. It kind of is, and I've just started listening to her more. But I definitely hit. I realized in my brain, I was like, I need to just listen a lot uh-huh. because singing along, I think, is a very cathartic experience Ooh, for people. And I haven't gotten to that level yet. And, and I noticed you do that. And I think knowing what melody is coming is also really helpful because wow. the knowing the melody and having that kind of in your brain allows you to then appreciate the things coming. around Here it. Here it comes. Yeah, it builds, and then you can see it intertwined with what's happening, and you can start to put together images at least. Because mm-hmm. this, I mean, it's her music is so complex, and she is like a literary genius. Who All true. I'm not even gonna. Sometimes, if we, if sometimes you're not you, but one a person may, in order to overhype their preferred artist, will say something like yeah. that. This is true, yeah. and and I'll just say this as a side note: we're still listening to Macy's Journey, but. Um, I am, I am definitely in over my head with this. Yeah. And I feel in over my yeah. head with Joanna. It is. But it's heavy, a very exciting heavy, heavy, heavy. to be in over no, your yeah. head. It, that's an exciting and, li- and, uh, exhilarating feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes a little overwhelming mm-hmm. sometimes, but exciting mostly and intriguing and interesting. And, but, uh, man, yeah, it, it's kind of a fun feeling. It's like with anything in life, like, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'll just c- compare it. This is a silly comparison, but, mm-hmm. like, there's something about drinking just straight black coffee where mm-hmm. you're getting all the complicated nuances of that coffee when you're mm-hmm. trained to drink it that way. Now, when you first drink black coffee, you're like, oh, that's disgusting. Right, well, right. Not really. Once you train yourself to appreciate it. You realize. Same thing with wine beautiful. or mm-hmm. whiskey. Even you know, It's like it's like very complicated, you know. Yeah. Beautiful and interesting and. Yeah, it takes it takes a few sips. Takes a few sips, uh, <laughs> yeah, a few maybe months of yeah sips, and you know, I mean it's not just one sip of coffee. Sip it again, sip it again. It's like well, in that one sitting, it's not going to work probably. Yeah, no, but it takes a lot of time, and I think that that's what I was I realized. So I yeah. just kind of put her on a lot, if that makes sense, and then it all clicked. Hmm. It all clicked about six months later. Oh, so that might have been like. May last May. year? Okay, okay. May. And it was like a floodgate of like, oh my <laughs> gosh, understanding and kind of just realizing, just being like brought into a, a new way of kind of seeing the world. Yeah. 
Um, there's a wow. very what trans- a statement. There's a very transcendent quality to Joanna's music while also remaining very close and earthly. Wow. She paints. Well said. You're able to experience and feel, and it's like in your own soul, and you can also imagine it and almost feel it sensory, whatever she's talking about. But then with it, the way she puts words together and describes it, it's becomes a holy, like she brings a worldly thing to like a holier, otherworldly dimension. A worldly thing to a otherworldly dimension. Kind of. Yeah. Okay. So this this is what I like about our podcast. Sometimes is inserting a sound clip or something like that. Mm. So like, what do you what do you think would be a good example or representation of that to show oh, what we're talking about? I would. Okay. Maybe like a moment. Like but, a moment that her cooing and in California would be very fascinating. Okay. Um, and that's on Have one on me. That's have one on me. Yeah. Also, I mean, Pinlight Bent would be a really good oh, example of that's that. That's my favorite. Light the sky over the ocean and the ocean skirting the city and the city bright as a golden The thing about Joanna, and we're not really doing my story right now, but we can do your like, story. Well, I did a lot I don't of really have a story. You have a much richer story than me, but like, in my opinion, it seems like Divers is the most accessible. Yeah, I would agree. Divers is also just my. It's the album that I personally am the most. Oh, me too. To. So that's interesting because I would have thought Yeast was yours, but I, uh, I, I experienced that. It's hard. It's a very close call between them because. Monkey and Baron Cosme are such rich songs for me, but Divers as a complete album. Yeah, exactly. It, it is transcendent. And honestly, isn't this interesting? It feels a little bit like Kendrick's Dam because it's circular. Mm-hmm. It starts and ends and reverse and goes back and mm-hmm. loops around. And wow. It's really interesting. It is really interesting. Pinlight Bent for me is a good example because I don't know. I don't know. How to interpret that song? But it seems like it's like we're all we're all these little mini representations of this broad, big light. Yeah, we're yeah. All, it's all coming from somewhere, which I don't know. It's all so heavy, you know. It's, it's how all. How do you describe so that? Heavy. Here we are on this little planet. We're all these very significant, beautiful representations of the larger light. Yeah, a pin, a pin 
light. <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> to talk about these images in a serious way. It's very serious. I wrote down some of the words, and I would be down oh, to yeah. read them if you would like. Please. Um, because then, again, I was writing down my favorite lyrics, and yeah. I'm looking at my notes, and I'm on page, my second page of lyrics. <laughs> yeah. And I wrote all of Pinlight Bent, <laughs> which I've already written. She, I don't think she has bad lyrics. Her All of her lyrics are amazing. All of her lyrics yeah. are amazing. Um, okay. I'll read this, and I'm going to try and do my best to read this. So, okay. A you, side if note. If you do this, can I do a 10-second yeah, video? Yeah, fine. Okay. Um, another thing that was super, super cool when my friends introduced me to Joanna is they talked about her as a poet as well a lot. Yes. Um, and if you follow Joanna Newsom bot on Twitter, it just puts out lyrics randomly mm. on Twitter. So if you are on Twitter, that's a great thing to follow because it'll just put out like a whole chunk of her lyrics. And that's a really fun and cool way to encounter Joanna too. Because yeah. her lyrics are so rich. And sometimes when they're in the midst of a song, it's hard to fully understand what words are being said and their power. So I'm going to read some, yes. a part of Pinlight Bent because I can't read all Is of the Is that an Pinlight assignment Bent. to get people to follow that person on Twitter? Um, it's an invitation. <laughs> okay. But the sky over the ocean and the ocean skirting the city in the city bright as a garden when the garden woke to meet me. From that height was a honeycomb made of light from those funny homes intersected, each enclosed and electric and alone. In our lives is a common sense that relies on the common fence that divides and attends, but provides scant defense from the great light that shines through a pinhole when the pin light calls itself selfhood and the selfhood, the selfhood inverts on a mirror in an amora almost obscura. Oh, <laughs> gosh. And that's no, just part are, of that song. Those are big. Big. That's the thing. It's I could meditate on a single song for so long because the words are big. It's like a sacred text. And I really why, feel that way. Let me just say why personally. Again, like there's 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 these big songs she does that are like stories, mm-hmm. and 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 that has its own little appeal, big appeal. I want a, a very big appeal, appeal. A, an, a, a certain type of appeal, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, and I like the stories, and I think they're just as valid as anything else. But like, if I'm just talking about, again, what I naturally prefer. Yeah. Um, I'm learning to listen more to the stories, uh, but the pin light Ben song, just the vibe of it. First of all, when it oh. starts, you're like, okay, this is, this is a big mysterious vibe. Oh, it makes me feel in my heart. So big. Yeah. I feel that, it in my exactly heart. What so I was gonna say. Big. That's what I was going to say. It, it makes people and humanity in this ex- human experience feel big. Oh yeah, you know? but then you all, but you also feel small, but a part of something big. Yes, and you see your place in that big thing, <laughs> and you see that you're big, but it's also really big. <laughs> <laughs> when anybody when anybody talks about art, you're going to sound a little out there. <laughs> that's how it is. That's how it is. We this just have song to embrace transcends. It, it transcends. It, that's a part of it, and I mean. It's fun that it transcends and divers is like literally an album kind of about transcending mm. life and death. It is kind of fun to think that like with art and music and all this stuff, you can have a transcendent experience mm-hmm. without 
doing something like LSD or something. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you can get out of you body and, and big. And oh, and big. Feel, feel I'll, I'll often say like my brain Completely sober. Joanna yeah. takes me to a different area. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and that's pretty exciting. It's very exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. So then, so then uh, uh, when did you start like painting and doing all? May. Okay, that was May. It was all very linked and it really was linked to divers. And Pinlight Bent was the most pinnacle song mm, okay man um, we're syncing up more than i thought we were because i was gonna i was totally. gonna be like well i like divers and i thought you were gonna be like i like yeast and I'm oh, like, oh i like them all i like them all <laughs> but um no divers definitely feels the most at home divers is a really interesting album because it really evokes so many colors in my mind mm. it's a very and it evokes the picture of like fluffy clouds in my brain so much i wow. really like experience that album in a lot of like I don't know, visual colors. Hmm, that's great. Um, well, that video you posted, or you posted an image from the video by Paul oh, Thomas Oh, yeah. Her, the music video for Divers mm-hmm. is beautiful. If you haven't checked it out, I invite you to do Divers, that. Divers, the song is also spectacular. Divers, the song is so good. <laughs> Divers, the album is so good. <laughs> do, you have a, do you have a lyric from Divers written down? I have, well, yeah, I have multiple. Like the actual song? But, um, oh, from Divers? Yeah. No. Okay. I don't actually, but it is in my top, I believe. Oh, yeah, the I put song it in the Divers? Top. Yeah. Um, I was writing down some of my favorite lyrics and I was wanting to name this one part of a song in Divers. Let's I, name it. I know, but I'm feeling kind of... It's Leaving the City. Okay. That's another favorite of mine. It's a favorite of mine. Um, And there's this one part in the song, and I literally couldn't tell you why it makes me feel so much, but she's talking about leaving the city, and she's using such descriptive language, and then she just describes this barn, and I don't even know why this imagery, but it always just evokes so many interesting but good emotions in my brain the barn the barn that's the, in leaving the city it's leaving the city yeah, this yeah, one yeah. moment she just all of a sudden like the music kind of stops and she says beneath the pale sky beside the red barn below the white clouds is all we are allowed here the light will seep and the scythe will reap and spirit will rend in counting toward the end oh. beside the red barn below the white cloud It's such a beautiful moment. Where? And she just draws you right in. Words like that come from. Where? <laughs> she And why do they why do they move us so much? Isn't it mysterious? Yeah, and I think uh, it's so mysterious. And yeah. why like why does it matter that they move us? But mm. it matter I feel like it matters so much. It yeah. moves us to action. Well, it sustains us. It makes life worth living and, you know. Yeah. She really does feel like a muse. Yeah, it inspires us. Yeah. yeah. Gosh. <laughs> so many big thoughts. Yeah, it was really weird when you started listening. This this is the way I work, and this is not necessarily the best, but Macy and I were thinking about doing like a uh, 
top 10 albums mm-hmm. episode, but like you were saying, you know, you, it's not like you've listened to 10 albums mm-hmm. this year. Or something. Yeah. I don't think I've listened to 2018 yeah. albums. I, for some reason, I don't know when this happened for me. It kind of syncs up with the idea of being a youth pastor. I think I thought about very long ago that I'm supposed to be tuned into the culture. Oh. And then, and then I surpassed that times 20 million after a while. I was like, oh, I just need to have a basic understanding of what's going on in the culture. Yeah. And then become yeah. kind of obsessed with knowing what's going on in the culture. <laughs> and then it's like way more, way more than necessary. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I sort hmm. of take it upon myself. I don't know where this comes hmm. from, from having a pretty good understanding of most of the important music that's come out each year. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll, I'll have to tell myself I've listened to most of the big albums once at least. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So I remember uh, Divers came out and that was part of the, that was 2015. That was a big year for Joanna. And it just came up on every list. And I was like, yeah. well, I have to listen to it then. I remember Did you I li- listen? Oh, yeah. Wow. I listened to Divers and Yeast at the time. And I probably listened to Divers three or four times. And I remember thinking... How long ago was this? In 2015? Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. And I remember interesting. thinking... I remember watching that video when it came out, the one mm. you posted today. Mm. And uh, I never know how to say the word. Sapochondria or whatever. What oh, Sapochanican. Sapochanican. And there's that... I had seen that before when you sent it to me. Mm, oh, that video. And, yeah, and I remember watching that being like, wow, this girl is amazing. And I remember watching that video and I'm like, that was so cool. And I remember mm. listening to the album and be like, wow, that was really great. I can appreciate it. <laughs> But I wasn't like, and now she's my favorite. Now I'm going to listen to it again. It was a passing, fleeting mm-hmm. thing. And mm-hmm. if somebody said, do you know Joanna Newsom? I'm like, oh, yeah, that, that P.T. Anderson video. And, oh, that song. Do you see where she's walking down the streets of New York? And, oh, yeah, Divers, have you listened to I've listened to it. Yeah, I could say that. Yeah, you had so the, when you some brought of the jargon. Up, like, I think we were in the office at the church. You're like, Joanna Newsom? I was like, yeah, I know Joanna Newsom. But it just had not gone all in like this. Right, you know? right. So you maybe you kind of knew mm-hmm. you had dipped your toes, but now you kind of know Joanna. And it really wasn't on my agenda to go all in. I was yeah. like, I could think I'd kind of heard it and I was ready to move on. And, and then I forced her upon you. Yeah. Which has been fun. And, and <laughs> especially leading up to this episode, I hope, I hope, like I said, I'm, I'm on the journey and I'm about 40% in. So yeah. I, I hope we're going to keep more. listening. Yeah. We're going to keep listening. <laughs> we really are. Yeah. So yeah, I, I had, that's my experience, you know. And then you've been deep diving her kind of for this episode and just as like a friend. A friend, yeah. And how's that been? Well, yeah, I've kind of already said that. It's more of them are clicking into place. Uh, Let me say it this way. Um, There's, there's an artist. Mm -hmm. Uh, Her name's Gillian Welch. Mm -hmm. She's sort of a uh, folk musician. Mm Mm-hmm. And she had one of my favorite albums of all time come out probably like four or five years ago. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the reviewers and what I would agree with said she has these songs that are sort of sweet sounding and folky. And when you really listen to the lyrics, they're some of the darkest, most Mm -hmm. heavy things you've ever listened to. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what Joanna, because of the way she sounds at first listen, can be like, oh, this is a funny little girl singing some harpy songs with some like pretending to be like from, uh, you know, the medieval times. That's what the first listen would sound. Maybe. And then, well, yeah, maybe, (laughs) maybe if you're a really evolved and interesting person, you're gonna be like, yeah, I get this instantly. (laughs) Um, but if you really listen to these lyrics, yeah, which I guess I hadn't fully done, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they're disturbing. Like, 
some of her songs, I mean, deals with a lot of like, uh, it seems to be some sort of like domestic abuse themes. Yeah. She's not afraid to go there. Yeah. And it's heavy. Very heavy. She's definitely, uh, really vulnerable Mm -hmm. in a lot of her songs and truth tells through these stories. Yeah, and I guess that's what I've said before, and I don't think I've said it on this podcast, about being a five-wing four in the Enneagram. And I think Macy relates this to this and being a four-wing five. Mm-hmm. Uh, in order for me to have a big inspiring moment with an artist, they first have to acknowledge darkness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if they don't, if they're just trying to, if they come out right at the gate, giving yeah. me hope, yeah, oh. I'm like, uh they don't get it. This person can't offer me hope because they don't get it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, they, the hope at the end yeah, is so, so that's, real. That's, that's why time as a symptom feels so earned. Yeah, it feels very and earned. It, and it doesn't even feel... Um, that's why it does not why suffice it, feels very earned at the end yeah. of Have One On Me. Oh, yes. Oh. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she... So, it. Uh, I guess... I, I don't know. I guess this is freeform thought, but a song like... Um, time is a symptom because it is presenting hope in the face of so much hard. It's acknowledged thoughts. like the depths, and so to to mm-hmm. provide hope. Therefore, it feels it feels otherworldly. It feels mm-hmm. transcendent. It mm-hmm. feels big and more than and because of the hope feels real. Yeah, it's very. It's <laughs> this so is why you say a little crazy when you talk about art, but. <laughs> If if you've marinated in that album, I mean, it's again coming back to Kendrick. When you if you've if you've marinated in the To Pimp a Butterfly album, and you get to oh, the you get to the Tupac end, it's so part, satisfying. Then you then you're in it. Yeah. But if I just played you that Tupac thing, you'd be like, okay, mm-hmm. what's the big deal? Mm-hmm. Well, did you listen to the whole album? Did you understand that his poem <laughs> that he was like spitting out the entire time was actually this thing to Tupac? Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. Okay, wait, I want to read this one quote from Joanna. Please, please, please. It's coming. Okay, Macy's getting on her phone. She has a quote that she's going to read from Joanna. Uh, I'll say this. As Macy's pulling up this quote, here, here's another thing I'll say in terms of just our casual conversation about Joanna. Um, her lyrics, and I don't know, again, I'm saying this, <laughs> if, if, I, if somebody doesn't like this, or if Macy doesn't like it, just tell me and we'll, we'll reset. <laughs> Um, she does sound so artsy and high-minded and big idea oriented in her lyrics and songs. Mm-hmm. And, and you would think as you'd talk to her or see her talk that she would just be just in another zone. No, so but eccentric. she's so sweet she's and so kind. She's so sweet and down to earth. And she gets feels the room. Yeah, she oh. really does. Yeah. Which makes her even cooler, I think. Yeah, she's a uh, very unassuming. Yeah, her and Andy Samberg are married, she's and they're married like really cute together. Yeah. They like have they're just like a, such a power couple. Yeah. He was originally a fan. That's it's so very cool. special and cute. And now they have a kid together, and we're gonna get an album eventually with Joanna Process and Childbirth. A person you were a fan of? Oh, it's I nuts. can't. It's nuts. <laughs> Can you imagine Joanna giving birth to a child and then? Explaining that in the song, it's gonna be nuts. We'll it's see. Be crazy. We're all waiting as fans oh, for another album. We are deeply waiting. Okay, this is from an early an interview with Arthur Magazine, and this is Joanna, um, that's describing the performance that inspired her to begin singing. Mm. Is I read this inter- or this quote today and was like, Ugh, Joanna. Now, side note, I don't know if this is gonna mention it, but 
I heard the first song or album that she fell in love with was Fleetwood Mac. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> that's special. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. I'm a big Fleetwood Mac fan. <laughs> okay, um, so this was, she was talking about finding her voice. Mm. Um, wow, voice. We have an episode on voice, everybody. I know. Okay, so here are, here's what she said. When I heard it sung by a singer named... Uh, okay. When I heard it sung by a singer named Texas Gladden at an American music class at Mills, it somehow allowed me to sing. I realized that her voice was conventionally not beautiful, and yet it was so worthy of being listened to and so affecting. Before that, I knew I wanted to make music, and I knew that I had things to sing about, and I knew that I could employ my voice to whatever degree it was polished in my songs and do something with it that I wanted to do, do with it. But something about hearing her sing was a comfort. Most of the people around me were saying it was really ugly, but for me, it was sort of like time stopped. I felt like I was going to cry in the middle of class. Although that song is deeply connected to all the Appalachian tradition and to the body of work of all the other recorded Appalachian artists, for me, it wasn't just that she was where she was and that she sang in the tradition that she sang with him. It was that she was her. Her voice in and of itself is magical. Her interpretation of the music is magical. And rare, and has never been replicated by anybody else. Yes, yes, that's what we're saying. That's exactly what we're saying about yeah. listening. Yeah, you know, it's it, it's it's the same thing when you talk about uh, Bob Dylan. And you, he doesn't. His voice doesn't sound like anything, and and people will complain about his voice, but it's it's so unique and so him. There's something that it's it like calls us to listen in the sense they're like, this is my voice. I mm-hmm. don't care. Like I. My voice matters regardless of what you think of it. Hmm. I, my voice has magic in it. Very wow, crazy. It uh, it all. Like I, I like the idea in our modern world that people can toy around with technology, and especially, you know, tweak their voice in the studio. Whatever. I, mean, I have no judgment about that, and especially with auto tune, people mm-hmm. really use auto tune. But there is something pretty cool about hearing somebody's real, straight Raw up voice. Voice, yeah, yeah. Even if it's off key slightly, yeah, fine. I think it's because you're hearing them. Yeah, you're hearing them. I think it's important and good. Ooh, man, Joanna. Joanna. Okay. Uh, we could keep so going. Other with things. That. I mean, there's so many other things. I have like <laughs> notes of all my favorite songs and lyrics, but I just it's, it's so too sad much. to think of like what what we're all missing. Talking more about it. I but. know because we haven't even really touched on <laughs> yeast. We haven't touched on monkey and bear cosmia. Oh, gosh. But we probably should just get your rejuvenation. Yeah, I mean, that was another thing, too. When you were going through this, when you were going through this, <laughs> uh, you did make me listen. I, m- I remember sitting at my house, and you were like, you got to listen to Joanna. I remember sitting and listening to Yeast. I remember sitting and listening to Divers. Yeah. I spent a whole night listening. Again, almost the same type the first time around. Enjoyed the experience. Mm-hmm. But still gave it my undivided attention and still didn't have that. Like I, I like ha- I had I had an experience listening to Monkey and Bear the other night because again because you explained it to me I yeah. said that already but like once you understand the story yeah yeah so whatever I mean same <laughs> so whatever Bluebeard I mean you almost you, like you said you need a guide or something with this sort of thing it's inspiring she's a human too she's a human <laughs> not an elf. She doesn't come from Middle Earth, everybody. <laughs> I'm a, I am a feminist. I support her. I 
<laughs> I think she's real. I think her lyrics mean something. They're pertinent to our everyday lives. They are so pertinent We're to our everyday lives. We're not writing her off. Oh, it's crazy. She, it, her music has a timeless quality to it. Mm-hmm. It's it transports you into a different world, and yet you're also still immersed in your everydayness. It's yes. it relates to you. Yes, you can be brought there. Oh yes. gosh, Joanna. Okay, Joanna. we should end this segment. Okay, so coming so at you straight to your face is a rejuvenation right to your face. <laughs> Here it comes. <laughs> He has uh, come emerged from the kitchen where he was reading with his headphones on. He is coming I'm, into the world. Come to bless tired. Us <laughs> <laughs> he is tired. A ruination. I think we're officially calling him ruination. We're just going to lean right into it. Lean right on it. Yeah. Thanks, Jack. <laughs> so we're handing it over to Reuven. He's taking you over the podcast. Okay. So when Macy mentioned that you guys are doing Joanna Newsom. Uh, the poet that immediately came to mind was uh, Lucy Brock Broido. And I've I've read her poem uh, before. I think that was for 21 Pilots, another musical episode. Wow. So I think something about this poet uh, speaks to Macy's musical taste. <laughs> <laughs> and first of all, I think it's because, like, I don't think you can, well, you can't see this picture, but look at this picture of her she's awesome we'll post a photo of her on our show notes doesn't she look like someone who would be playing harp she does they have very similar like long hair yeah and uh i think it's also in terms of language i mean uh, i think there is this uh fondness for this imagery Mm -hmm. this proliferating imagery just images and also, like, symbols that are kind of, like, old. Mm-hmm. There's, like, this sense of, like, something that's mythical. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the case with uh, Lucy Brockbroido to the point that sometimes her poetry can be kind of hard to read, not only <laughs> on, like, a, you know, level of comprehension, but sometimes it's like, I don't know what that word is. And <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> um yeah, and I mean, even if you look at this. Uh, so this is from uh, her, her. well, it's most recently published, but she also passed away um, this year. And it's called Stay Illusion. And I think that's a reference to Hamlet, right? I don't know. I've, I haven't read Hamlet in a while. <laughs> okay, and the poem is called A Meadow. Uh, and I think I would kind of say the same thing. Uh, if it doesn't make sense the first time, you got to... You know, if you want to, you can look it up or buy the book (laughs) or like, yeah, or like, this is not the Buttons poem (laughs) or listen to the uh, poem again. Uh, Just a heads up, there is a word here again, like this, it's it's Percheron. 
And Percheron is a breed of uh, horse that's like a pretty big and they're used for like, they used to be used for like drawing stage coaches. But I think now nowadays they're just used for like field work. That's just a quick side note in terms of Joanna. I had to look up night jar. Yeah. It's like a bird. Yes. I thought it was like a, a jar that somebody put out at night. There's at night. always so many things. Kingfisher is also a bird. Kingfisher. Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> but you didn't know Kingfisher was a bird. I didn't. I've okay. heard it before and I probably assumed, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Here we go. You yeah. don't know until you know. <laughs> yeah. So the poem is called A Meadow, and I'm just going to read it right now. A Meadow. What was it I was hungry about? Hunger, it is one of the several contraptions I can turn on the off button to at will. Yes, yes, of course it is an art. Of course I will not be here long, not the way the percentages are going now. He might have been half beautiful in a certain optic nerve of light, but legible only at particular less snowy distances. I was fixed on the poplar and the dread. The night was lung-colored and livid still. He would have my way with me. In this district of late last light, indicated by the hour of the beauty of his neck, his face was Arabian in contour, like a percheron grazing in his dome of grass. If there is a god, he is not done yet, as if continuing to manhandle the still lives of the Confederate dead this far north, this time of year, each just a ghostly reason now. Of course there are reasons. One, soon the wind will blow Pentecostal with the power of group prayer. Two, the right to bear arms. Three, he did not find my empathy supernatural at the very least. Have you any ideas that are new? I was fixed on the scythe and the harlequin, on the priggish butcher as he cut the tenderloin. And when I saw the spectacle, I wanted to live for a moment, for a moment. However inelegant it was, it was what it might have been to be alive, but tenderly. One thing, one thing, one thing. Tell me there is a meadow afterward. It's a good poem. <laughs> Do you want me to say a few things? I should, yes. <laughs> uh, I think the, the thing that I picked up at first was the, the, the fixation on hunger. And that's the, the, the name of her first book, like of her first collection of poetry was uh, Hunger. But I think also this, uh, this phrase that, you know, she's saying like, yes, yes, of course, it is an art. And it uh, calls to mind uh, that short story by Franz Kafka, a hunger artist, right? And <laughs> I never heard of it. <laughs> But it, but in the story, it, it I mean it's Kafka, so it's it's kind of like absurd, but also poignant, and it's about this artist whose art, you know, it's this person whose art is like starving himself. Did, did Franz Kafka do Metamorphosis? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 The, the the guy who wrote 
about the story of like a guy who woke up uh, like as a not a cockroach. There's actually a lot of debate around like is. like what yeah. it is because it was in uh, German. Okay, maybe yeah. Uh, but the, the the this person, the hunger artist, I think the story is about how like hunger as an art is is, is disappearing. Hmm. And the the idea is, of course, that the uh, this the art is kind of like this kind of like a, um, t- the art of starving himself. Hmm. That's kind of dark. I know, but I think in a way it it is also kind of like what sometimes I think we have this conception of what an artist is like, and hmm. it's an artist. It's a very kind of like specific to like nineteenth century romanticism. Hmm. Like the hmm. artist is like the standalone figure who. Ex, you know who expresses like his soul in well at least in a romantic conception yeah. it's usually masculine but also that um like they sacrifice themselves mm-hmm. right uh a i think starving artist yeah yeah like it's almost like a, a you know literalizing that idea uh and i think for me like a I think Macy, you mentioned this earlier about Maria Callas. Like that was like she's my like Joanna Newsom. <laughs> I was gonna say I felt like Mary Bach Broido was your Joanna Newsom. Well, I think in terms of poetry. Okay, and then yeah. Maria Callas, and and you put a, an interview with her in my mix. I did, yeah. yeah, and I think that's the part I I really love that part. Uh, but that that's an interview that it she takes did a lot of um, dedication, and she mm-hmm. says love. Yeah, so I think the uh, so this interview was conducted in 1968. Wow, and this was after her, you know, like her glory years. Is this Maria Callas or Maria Callas? <laughs> are you talking about Joanna Newsom, everybody, or are we talking about Maria Callas? <laughs> and there's a documentary coming out about her. You know that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sorry, and and it's uh, and so she, her, she, you know, she was really big in like the 50s, and by 1968, just because. There was a long story, but she was not. Her voice was 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 not as prime as it yeah, had been. Of course. And the interviewer, uh, Sir Edward Downs, like asked her, like you know, this must have taken a lot of dedication, and she just corrected him, and said, "Love." Hmm. You see, the instrumentists only have notes, but we have words. We have yes. drama or comedy. From there on, we have to do what the instrumentists do. But after that, we put words to reality. And this we create a dream world, but we create reality. So our, uh, our work is even more serious and difficult. It certainly is. It must take an enormous degree of willpower, I should think. Love. You know. Excuse me, Mr. Downs. It's not willpower. Ah, that's... This is devotion and love, to serve what you adore. And that is stronger yet. Ah, yes. Yes, because it's, uh, you can't do this out of willpower. It takes a lot of love. Yeah, it's love and dedication. And, uh, you know, she's the kind of... You know, it's like the, you know, that... Okay, I'll, I'll finish the thought and I'll go. Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> to no. Too bad. <laughs> He's going to bed, everybody. Uh, but it's uh, at no, St. Vincent Millay, I think. But she has this poem that has this image of a candle burning on both ends. Mm. And it's the, the brighter the light, but the shorter the, the, the lifespan of the candle is. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Boy, oh, boy. Uh, yeah, wow, but I mean, you know... Longevity. Time goes Longevity to Joanna. Thank you. Joanna. Goes backwards and forwards. Yeah, yeah Maria yeah. Maria Callas is dead. So, oh, well, I mean, and yeah. so is Mary Brock Broido. Oh uh, yeah, Lucy all Brock these Brock heroes. Brock? Yeah, she has this 
What's a wine. That? Is it Lucy? Lucy, yeah. Lucy Brockbrider. Why do I keep saying Mary? I don't um, know. Mary. Mary, did yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> she has a line. There's one poem here that that it has, I think, the best like final line of all of all po- of all poetry. All well, I mean like one of the he best. Said it, and then he took it back. One of the best. And it's such a mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> One day we'll have just a straight up interview with Reuven about his favorite poems. Yeah. Stuff. Can we also just have a straight up poetry episode? One yeah. day? We should. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we should. I'll be in over my head again. I, I'm me I'm as here well. for it. Yeah. Yeah. We're here for being in over our head yeah, sometimes. That's kind of <laughs> makes, we gotta be. You gotta be. When you said that, I was like, has that ever stopped you? No. Even this cover. Is a little Joanna-ish. It is, for mm-hmm. sure. You know, what is that? What uh, is uh, happening? It's a horse with a little bit of a, well, a, it's got a, a chain. chain. There's a... It's white. It's... And some With black grass. background. <laughs> yeah, it's... It's from the... Fort, it's an anonymous <laughs> diptych from the 14th century. I'm just trying okay. to read okay. the credits. Okay, yeah, well, there it is. So that's the cover. <laughs> Lucy Brock Broido. No, but she has a... The one, of, one of Ruben's many muses. <laughs> yes. Uh, we'll post a photo of her on our show notes. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. And the poem. We Perfect. post the poems on our show notes. Good. That's clutch. Yeah. Okay. Oh, can I oh. just <laughs> say the line? Can I say the actual line? Yes, please. That's do. enough, Ruben. Thank you. You're mentioning about like all these people that I like and they're dead. And I That will be all. And I oh realized gosh. that a lot of people that I like are dead. Uh, yeah. Ruben. So is the but the line is why is it I didn't love at least non-living things. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> a mic drop line. Why isn't I didn't love <laughs> at, at least, least non-living things? things? Wow. Gosh. Yeah. Wow. All right, Lucy. Convicting. Okay. Now I'm going to bed. Thank you so he's much. Not, he's not just going back to his room. He's going to bed. Good night, it's Ruben. Late. Sleep well, my friend. We love Ruben, everybody. We do. That was several, a Rubenation. Several circular waves. <laughs> <laughs> I always Egress. do. He, and he goes backwards into his room. He's walking backwards. His face is still towards us. And now he actually didn't go to the bedroom. He went to the kitchen. So he's getting a snack before he goes to bed. <laughs> All right, we're gonna. Also, we should describe Matthew's behavior during the. <laughs> Matthew was laughing to himself and giggling and snapping. He's having a grand old time. <laughs> No, <laughs> no, no, it's perfect. Um, okay, so when we come back, we're going to read some listener comments, some just listener a few comments. lyrics that were shared, and then we'll see from there. We'll see from there. Thanks, y'all. Hey, what is up, No Small Thing listeners? I so hope you're enjoying this episode on Joanna Newsom. Macy and I both have continued to deep dive her music and lyrics even after recording this episode. In just a second, we're going to set you up for one epic listening session of the very last song from Divers, which is called Time as a Symptom. We really do hope that you get to have a high-quality encounter with Joanna's music at some point in the next few weeks. I'm interrupting this episode ever, ever so briefly just to inform you about a few ways that you can support the podcast. We're trying to get the word out about No Small Thing. Of course, we have friends and family that are listening here locally in Seattle, and that has been so fun hearing feedback from them. And it has also given us an initial sense of quote-unquote success because we really do have some consistent listeners out there. And for that, we are so grateful. 
but our circle of friends is limited, so we could really use your help spreading the word about No Small Thing. So, my request for you all this week is that you post about No Small Thing on your social medias. Media? Medias? <laughs> What's the plural of medias? Medias. What is it? Anyways, I know in the past we have asked you to rate and review on iTunes, and we still hope that you do that if you haven't yet. But that does seem to be somewhat intimidating to people for some reason. Um, so whatever platform is most familiar to you, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, do people who still use Snapchat... I know the listeners in my age bracket still use Facebook, uh, whatever you choose. If you enjoy this podcast, just do a nice little shout out or post telling people you enjoy the podcast and that you recommend it. And who knows, maybe someone in like Chicago or Texas or someone who's a friend of yours there will see that and then they'll spread the word wherever they are. It would be so cool if we had Texas listeners. (laughs) So yeah, if your preferred social media is Instagram, you can tag us in a post. We're just called No Small Thing. You can tag us there, uh, but you can tag us on all the other platforms as well. Man, we would really, really appreciate it. We are super serious about No Small Thing, and we could use your help spreading the word. Okay, that's all I have for you all this time around, and here comes the finale of this episode straight into your ears. Thanks for listening, everyone. We're back. We are back. Um, we're here to share a little bit. We posted a bit on our Instagram, no small thing. Um, we, we want you all to know that if we do this, we take it seriously. Not only are we watching our Instagram, we're mm-hmm. watching. Watch. <laughs> Whatever that means. Does that sound weird? Yeah. We're, we're engaged is a better way. Yeah. I we think don't post something and then walk away and check back three days later. We, 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 we are engaged with our Instagram. Yeah. And I think what's been really cool is we sometimes get direct messages or people mm-hmm. commenting on things about past episodes. And mm-hmm. that's always so fun to engage and actually talk to people about things, so, responding so to something we said. So we invite you to go do that. Um, at any time, just no small thing. We're we're, th- we're in the home stretch, by the way. Oh yeah, we are in the home stretch. We're y'all. gonna read these comments, and then instead of deep diving, time is a symptom. We're mm-hmm. gonna deep dive a song, but we're essentially gonna set you up for a final listen, mm-hmm. and then we'll play it, and we'll play you out with time is a symptom, mm-hmm. which so, is full circle to full our circle, first yeah. true episode. It of is. No small it really thing. is, and um, so get ready for that. But first, we're gonna we ask for we ask for listeners to. Uh, write their favorite lyrics. Their favorite comment. Or, yeah, favorite lyrics. So I guess we'll just take turns reading them. Yep, let's do it. Um, the first one is from Gemini BFF, which is my friend Lindsay, and she is a Gemini. Gemini <laughs> BFF. What an interesting, cool handle. What does um, that mean? Oh, I mean, she's a Gemini. Mm. Um, okay, so she said, this is from Waltz of the 101st Lightborn um, she said, because it's about lost. And from divers, right? From divers. And her and my friend oh, Mac. I've got to listen to that with a new lens. It's have lost. this whole. they. My friend Mac watched Lost while listening and felt unlocked to the album Whoa. because of Lost. Whoa, and I've so, been watching Lost. Mm-hmm. Holy moly. I know, it's okay. very interesting. They have similar themes, at least. Um, so she said, as the day is long, so the well runs dry, and we came to see that time is taller than space is wide. So the world is 
just see that time is taller than space is wide. Yeah. And, and then I you wanna, just hear her voice. Sorry. Uh, yeah, too. <laughs> and I also want to say, when you think about that, the context of Lost, I think Lost, it was such a huge phenomenon. And yet, overall, I feel like the overall vibe or thoughts about Lost aren't as good as I'd like them to be. I think it's underrated overall. I would agree. I think it's people didn't so appreciate good what it was doing. Cause I do think it gets super meta and artsy at the end. Mm-hmm. So which, yeah, which is kind of like Joanna, meta and artsy which I'm sure. here for, but uh, I, I have no, so many people still to this day is like, I'm so mad at loss. I hate loss. And I'm like, Oh, I loved it. Yeah. Like I didn't fully understand the end, but I kind of liked that. I you wasn't need to understand. Yeah. There's you a, there was exactly. Yeah. It was like, a, yeah. So I would say it was, it was, it was emotionally satisfying, but not technically satisfying. Meaning they didn't answer all your questions, mm-hmm. but they gave you a big old emotional ending. A big old emotional ending. Yeah, which that's nice. Hit me. Yeah, I remember sitting there crying the whole time I watched that. I watched it in real time. Everybody, we invite you to cry to Lost. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> we invite you to cry to Lost. Okay, here comes Bummer Slam. Bummer Slam. That's Aaron. That's Aaron. <laughs> like Summer Slam, <laughs> but it's Bummer Slam. <laughs> Is that kind of a four way of having a handle? It's it's a WWE reference. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Someday we'll do an episode on that. Am I reading this? Or no, you? you should read it. Okay. This, this is, is such a, a good one. This is from Sawdust and Diamonds. It is. And the lyric is again, just during this segment, we're 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 engaging with our Instagram, but hopefully you'll just take a quick moment and listen to this lyric. <sighs> yes. And the moment I slept, I was swept up in a terrible tremor. Though no longer bereft, how I shook, and I couldn't remember. Then the furthermost shake drove a, m- a murdering stake in and cleft me right down through my center. And I shouldn't say so, but I knew that it was then or never. Oh, uh, and see the lines she used. It's murdering stake. I, is that a real word? <laughs> I, so. I don't think it's like a typo. Murdering? <laughs> no, it's a real wow, word. Wow, I think it's real. Okay, so thanks, Bummer Slam. Oh, yeah, Another so good, good. Oh, she. they also wrote, uh, every line from Sawdust and Diamonds is pure gold, but this yeah. is my fave. Yeah. Uh, I would agree every single line from Sawdust mm. and Diamonds is pure gold. Okay, here then here comes Claire Louise Coleman. Who, I don't know. Wow, don't know her, and she wrote one. That's I so know. fun, That's isn't very it? exciting. Okay, should What's I read up, this? What's up, Claire? Um, yeah, welcome. Thank you so much for commenting. Clearly, you're a fan of Joanna. Very yes. exciting. Yes. Um, okay. And the signified butts heads with the signifiers till we all fall down, slock jawed to marvel at words when across the sky shoot the impossible birds in their steady, illiterate movement homewards. I think that's divers too, right? I, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's diverse. Some fan. There's a lot of birds in a, a lot, lot of, of her birds. Songs, I mean, there's a lot of birds in a lot of her songs. Yeah. I mean, Sawdust and Diamonds describes a bird made of glue mm-hmm. and some wood and, and a then pair of Macy flyers. responded to that with "Wow" and four emoji faces with heart eyes. With hearts, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very important to acknowledge. <laughs> oh, and then Matt came in clutch with so many lyrics. I don't know Wait, if we can read them all. Is that Granizo, Spain? It's oh. an ad. <laughs> that's <Someone> <laughs> <laughs> That's not Joanna lyric. Sometimes on Instagram, people just come in with an ad. Yeah. This guy wants us to check out his coffee shop. Oh, I wanted to say. Okay. Zing, wrote it zinging so many. Cutie is Mac. Yeah. Okay. Zinging Cutie 22. Um, should we do. Do we have time? Should we just do. Uh, should we just choose one? Yeah. Zinging Cutie line. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Mac, for all of the lyrics. I know. That was fun. It's we don't hard have time for me to, to pick. Uh, we should. S- 
do. I don't know. You pick. You're the one reading it. Oh, is it my turn? Yeah, I, I guess so. it is. Okay, I'm just gonna say this one. I think you even texted me this one, but okay. Um, is I wanted to say part of the lyric? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Macy's gonna sing for us. I will not. But I <laughs> okay. This is uh, if you're looking on Instagram. This is zinging cutie twenty two. But gosh, this is, this is so good. I'm feeling yeah. moved. Okay. Also, this is the same one that. Uh, another comment wrote, Linda66, uh, Niak. Okay, so uh, killing two birds with one stone. Yeah, People and this, like this, one. this is also when I wrote my favorite lyrics. This was in it, too. Ooh. What's this one from? Uh, Why the Long Face. It's yeah. uh, Sawdust and Diamonds. So, oh, a lot of Sawdust and Diamonds. I mean, People like this one. Well, we like all of them. It's so good. I, <laughs> I, it's I probably, it's, just go for it. I wanted to say, <laughs> Why the Long Face, Sparrow, Perch, and Play Songs of Long Face. Burrow, Buck, and Bray, Songs of Long Face. Sing, I will swallow your sadness and eat your cold clay just to lift your long face. And though it may be madness, I will take to the grave your precious long face. And though our bones they may break and our souls separate, why the long face? And though our bodies recoil from the grip of the soil, why the long face? I can hear her singing it. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's so good. One thing I want to say that's back to an old comment on the first Joanna post. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm posting. We're just casually posting about Joanna. And um, I guess I'd call this my sister-in-law, cousin-in-law. Cousin-in-law. I don't Um, know. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Is it the person who's from California? Yeah. You know, she's from Bree and I's hometown of Nevada City, right? Amazing musician. So Shannon is married to my cousin Breelan. And she said, you know, she's from Bree and I's hometown of Nevada City, right? Okay. So Nevada City is this tiny little city. In California. And this is my cousin Breelan. And um, uh, this is just a good little side note. We won't get too much into this, but I sent you my uncle singing this song. Oh. And he's he's a musician. That's what yeah. he does. And he lives in this, it's like a, okay, Shannon and Breland, Uncle Tommy, anybody listening from Nevada City, I'm going to try to explain. I've, I've only been once. Mm-hmm. It is like a mecca of artists. Really? It is, a, it is a quirky little hippie town where everybody is artists, essentially. Mm-hmm. And it's a really beautiful place. I mm-hmm. went once when I was like 14 there to visit. There you go. Yeah. And so I didn't realize Joanna Newsom was from there. And so I texted Breland, my cousin, about it today. And she goes, I said, it's so crazy that Joanna Newsom is from Nevada City. We're recording an episode on her tonight. And Breland says, word, her uncle Gavin is our governor. Yeah. And yeah. I used to see him all the time at my last job. He's a great guy. The reason Shannon and I were able to get married. Whoa. Isn't that cool? Wow. And uh, yeah, they're fans in Nevada City. Wow. It's And I said, what I said to Breland, I said... Uh, that's big. Nevada, Nevada City seems so special. It does seem like it's a sweet hub for eccentrics, and I mean that in the most complimentary way. And she says, ha-ha, definitely is. Definitely is. Yeah. Wow, we love Joanna. Yeah, we do. We She's do. from Nevada City. Maybe <laughs> we'll go there someday. <laughs> a journey <laughs> to Nevada City to yeah. experience it. I mean, I want to go to Columbus, where yeah. Tyler yeah. wrote his music. Gotta go to... Okay, so we're going to end with we're going to end with a just, okay. Everybody, 
We are going to end with a brief description of the last song on Divers, which is Joanna's most recent album Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and is a very complicated album, Mm -hmm. which is all of her albums are. Mm -hmm. And it opens, what's the first song? Anecdotes? Anecdotes. Yeah, it opens with anecdotes. Mm -hmm. And the, oh, man, I kind of did want to deep dive this, but we're not. Okay, no, you can go a little bit. We're setting up. We're just going to set up. Okay. Um. Oh, there was so there's so much to it though. It starts with sending. Sending. It's how the album begins. That's anecdotes. Yep. And then, and then, uh, time as a symptom ends with the phrase trans. It's like transcend, and then it goes right back to transcending. So cool. It's very cool. Let me let me pull up the lyrics before we really do this. Okay. Oh, you know what? So, so everybody, we were planning on doing like a big old deep dive. And when I say that, I think we're, we're planning on doing like a 20 minute deep dive. I think we're going to give like a two to three, maybe yeah. 10 minutes. No. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> a, a briefer deep dive that will, that will send you off with the song. This Ascend. is the finale. We're sent. Oh, send. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> We're, we're sending you off with this song. Hopefully you listen to it and just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we won't break down every lyric, but can we maybe just talk about... Can th- we? I think we both said this is our favorite. Is it your favorite? It's my favorite. It is potentially a favorite. It's really hard for me to pick a favorite. I don't know if okay. I can. Why would this song... I'm asking myself. Scott, why would this song be a favorite? Okay, first of all, it's, to me, again... One of the more accessible songs. Mm-hmm. I would agree. said that, it took about eight listens for me to, to have it click, as mm-hmm. I said. Now, uh, without reading the lyrics, I'll just explain why I think it's so special. And I'm not even going to talk about the rest of the album. I'm just talking about this song kind of standing alone. And then when you start to figure out how it connects to the yeah. rest of the album, that's pretty even extra special. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, oh, I like montages. I like to make videos. Maybe mm-hmm. people on this podcast don't know that about me. I think there's something so profound about the idea of a montage mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because in some of the, my favorite videos I made, it culminates into many, many quick cuts of lots of images mm-hmm. that to me, even that doesn't get at yeah. life. That's the, that's the, that's the, one of the only things that I can get out how big life is, is like, look at all of the stuff that's happening that we've already forgotten. Mm-hmm, we've mm-hmm. been away for a month. Or um, if, if you could do a montage of the most beautiful moments in your life hmm. from one to now, mm-hmm. packed into 30 seconds, how crazy would that be? That would be wild. Yeah. It would be a transcending experience. Yeah. So this song starts <laughs> slow and it's talking about life and, um, birth, birth, and all that stuff, and and to me, again, thinking about artists I like, takes depression and um, uh, what uh, uh, what's a word I'd want to use? A word for not hope, despair. Despair is the exact word I want to use. Mm-hmm. This takes despair very seriously. Yeah, it and really so does. to me, to me, um, the turning point of the song is when it says. The moment of your greatest joy sustains. Not axe or hammer, tumor, tremor can take it away, and it remains, it remains. And from that part, it starts to build. And, whoa, boy, does it build. It builds, but can... Builds, builds, builds. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I'm just going to say, for me, it's 
the but stand brave life liver that I'm like all of a sudden entranced stand in the song. brave life liver. This is this comes before but stand brave life what liver. What a great phrase. Just stand brave if there's liver. if there's any joy You're in all tattoo, life livers. Everybody listen to this right now. It's a life liver. If there's any tattoo I would time. get, it's that line. Stand and I had that at, on my mirror in my bathroom for a long yes. time. Um, bleeding out your days in the river of time. Stand brave. Hmm. Time moves both ways. Speechless. Speechless. Time is just a symptom of love. I mean, that's something. Love, we, I yeah. want to unpack all these lyrics, but we're not going to do it. Yeah. And then I love this, and I think I've heard this lyric a little bit different than it's meant to, because the big chorus is the nullifying, defeating, negating, repeating joy of life. Mm-hmm. I take that to mean that the joy of life nullifies, defeats, and negates a lot of the stuff that's happened to us that causes us to question everything. Oh, interesting. Is that how you take it? No. How do you take it? I don't know. I kind of take it as the, like, the defeating, like, negative things show you the joy in life almost. Whoa. Well, you can take that a lot of ways. Like, they they accentuate it almost. But and I, they're part of it. They're, like, a part of what it is, the joy of life. Okay. I like I, I, that. That's probably even richer. I don't know. I mean, it's just a way. It's a way of experiencing it. Gosh, but, I, I want to read every line. I know. I, I love this idea that... Um, Potentially, when you hear a song like this, the, the deep joys of our lives can be so sustaining mm-hmm. if we reflect back on mm-hmm. it. It's so, it's so big. And then there's these noises of These noises, the birds. birds which feels of, like life, which mm-hmm. sounds like life coming up and, and, and thriving. And uh, it's so big. I'm it's, getting chills just really thinking about it. I'm so the, in my own mind right in now. In the end, it has such a build that it becomes like beyond yourself, the yeah. build at the end. And then it just takes you off. And then all of a sudden you're back to the start of the album. <laughs> and this feels really a little, wild. this feels a little losty. I hadn't thought about that, but this idea of transmit transcend, like I've read that she's, there's like a character night jar is supposed to be like a character. Not only is night hmm. jar a bird, but it's capitalized. So people are saying it's a character hmm. and she's, it, she starts screaming then white star, white ship, night jar, transmit transcend. And it's like she's trying to get this message out. Yeah. And uh, then it ends trans. And, and then it just loops back. ends starting right back. It's, it's it sounds almost, so crazy, well, you guys. But if you listen and read the lyrics and, and get into it. Well, and it's the words are this crazy, strange combination of words that you don't think make sense. And yet they do make sense together. Yeah. There is something tying them together. And it this song... This album has a timeless quality about it, which the whole album is kind of meditating on the concept of time. Yeah. And then this closing line of, uh, I was wrong. Yeah. Love is not a symptom of time. Time is just a symptom of love. It's like all of a sudden time takes a completely different turn. Yeah. Time is time is beyond what we think time is, and it's it's based around experience and memories. It's just, it trans. People transforms it and it gives you a new way to understand movement and time. It's really crazy. Well, yeah, that's really metaphysical and philosophical. But and, and also what I've read about that song is that um, time is a symptom of love is, again, kind of coming back to one of those themes that appears in the album. It seems is, is this idea that 
um, all of a sudden time becomes more bittersweet and melancholy mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. you're with people that you you want to live with forever. Right. And and she in the whole album is encountering death and kind of meditating on the idea of life and birth mm-hmm. and death and your your one life and kind of charging right into this our mortality. This is this is the big stuff of life, people. This is the big stuff don't, of don't life. Don't think we're just going to be sounding like super down to earth right now. <laughs> you know, this is this is we're out in the clouds. We we've drifted off. We floated up in a hot air balloon of Joanna Newsom lyrics. <laughs> we love her. But 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 um this you've just brought up this loss stuff and I remember I'm about to approach and I haven't watched it yet. Mm-hmm. I think I'm the next episode I'm watching. I know it's coming is when Charlie puts his hand up and says not Penny's boat. Oh gosh. And that to me feels a little similar in, in a very I'm just getting chills thinking about it. like White Star, White Ship, Nightjar, Transmen, Transcent. Like, it seems like at the end, at the very end, she's screaming this. She this is, is the screaming end. She's screaming it. this. And it feels like she's learned a valuable lesson about life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and she mm-hmm. wants that to get out. She's transmit, like, this, you transcend. need to know. You yeah. need to hear this. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Okay. Macy and I were saying, what if, what if we cried during this episode? <laughs> I am kind of starting to get teared up. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's you found lot. that life is worth living and, and, and you have a message. Yeah. And you need to get out. There's something, there. this song also, it's, this song, if any song it reminds me of, it's Cosmia mm-hmm. in the sense of this like almost real acknowledgement of the journey that is life mm. and the, the different roads it will take you on the different paths and yet seeking and searching and finding that kind of beyond light something that transcends that wow so we haven't even i you know good for us i think for just we didn't really bring christianity into this or anything tonight we didn't do theology or god no. or and and sometimes i don't think you need to do that i mean we could i don't think you need to i think uh there is a very spiritual quality to it to yeah. joanna's music and i think her words and her voice is prophetic to our world today and is like a sacred text in some sense. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so we're now going to play Time is a Symptom. Do you have other final thoughts on it? I have uh, so many, but... if Everybody, if you care to know, uh, next week I will... Uh, we, at No Small Thing, will be interviewing a, a really cool guy named Tally Harrison, Ph.D., PhD. Yep. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about this author I've been reading all year, Dr. James Cohn. Yeah, this so that's is going to be a big, week. good one. I think it's, I a nice it's pivot. A nice, a nice pivot from pivot. Joanna. We did Enneagram, and then we pivoted to Joanna. Look at and all the variety. This. A lot of variety. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're going to leave you with this song. I hope uh, We hope you listen and, and just pay attention to these themes of a building, the hope building to something that, to me, feels like a giant montage of hope. Yeah, yeah. Just let it's it wash crazy. over you. Let it wash over you. Um, and I hope that our we're in over our head over Joanna. In yeah, don't think we've had it figured out. So we invite we you to be in over your head with Joanna yeah. because it even being that is a beautiful, awesome experience. Thank you for listening, everybody. And now we leave you with time as a symptom. Time passed hard And the task was the hardest thing she'd ever do 
she forgot the moment she saw you. So it would seem to be true. When crew burned the bases, we forget. When crew No. 